What's up? It's now my weekend podcast episode 36 and I'm back in LA where I belong. Home sweet home. I missed you, Kelly. I missed you, LA. I missed you, Huntington Park. I missed you. I missed the weather. I missed the traffic, the parking lot wars, the uh, fucking high cost of living, the high rent. I missed the bills that were stacked up here when I got home in my mailbox. I missed all that shit. I missed it. And I'm back. 78 degrees since I've been here every day. And I love you for that. And you can't beat that. And, um, yeah, it was 12 days, bro. 12 days, my man, pinche road. And, you know, it doesn't seem like a lot, but, you know, I, I hadn't been out much in the last year, dog. So 12 years felt forever. They get a little homesick. Started actually missing the kids for a little bit there where that's when I realized something was wrong. And um, I'm back, fool. What's today? Today's Tuesday, February 22nd or 21st. Um, I got back Sunday. Slept most of the day Sunday. I was beat up. I was hungover. I was tired. I was just done. Done, fool. I got home like at 9.30, 10.30 in the morning. I slept till like 3 o'clock. Woke up, ate, and just went outside and realized I'm back in Cali. 78 degrees, fool. And yes, home. Home, home, home. Um, Then yesterday, Monday, just a bunch of meetings, a bunch of work-related stuff. Uh, cool, cool things are happening right now, guys. And... Uh, a lot of work. Uh, just signed another show. I'll be in Yuma, Arizona, March 13th with Alex Raimundo and Joey Medina. It's going to be like his outdoor event. And it's like a little Latin Kings of Comedy type of thing featuring your boy Jerry G. Uh, so that'll be cool. I've never, worked, I've never worked with Alex Raimundo before, so this is... Be cool. You know, he's been around a long time. Aladdin Kings of Comedy, dude. So, that's pretty cool. So, I'll be there. Uh, we're just working on these other projects, man. We got a little movie shooting going on. Uh, that's going to start in March. So, we're going over. We've been going. Uh, we've been doing table reads and edits to the, to the script. I'm actually a co-writer now of this project. So, I'm helping them write, finish the script. The script had a lot of holes still in it and... I came in first as a writer, and now I'm actually one of the stars of the fucking movie. So, it should be cool. It's an independent film, small film. All right, low budget. Okay, relax, relax. But, sounds fun. It's gonna be fun. It's funny. I'm punching the fuck out of it. Having a good time doing that. Putting in some jokes on it. And it's a lot of fun. I've never had so much fun doing shit like that on a script. And then when the joke comes to life... Like with characters, it's fucking pretty cool, amazing. It's pretty gnarly, bro. So I'm having a lot of fun with that. I did that all day yesterday and today, this morning. Um, also, Jesus Sepulveda and I have been asked to do the dad jokes thing that All Deaf does. If you look at All Deaf Comedy on YouTube, has like over 4 million subscribers. The thing that Will Ferrell has done it against Marky Mark. Pinche John Cena and a bunch of all a bunch of other comedians. I think Kevin Hart was on it as well. 
And so they're doing the first, we're going to be the first Latinos, the first Mexicans, the first paisas to do this, dog. So we're very excited about it. Uh, they reached out. They hit us up. like, uh, And uh, a big shout out to the homie Chris Sosa, who works for All Deaf Latino, a new segment of All Deaf. But uh, to shoot, you know, to, to kick things off. They selected us to do the first ever Latino all deaf dad jokes. Am I, am, I, am I making sense here? The point is we can do the dad jokes face off, Jesus and I. And so we're shooting that this week, Thursday. But we've had to write original dad jokes. So we're writing original dad jokes. Now the thing is that hey, him and I are facing off against each other. The whole point of that is to make each other laugh with corny jokes. All right? So we have to write original Mexican, Latino, paisa dad jokes. So that's what I've been working on. I have to turn in 15. I have to turn in 15. He has to turn in 15. Things that we can't, the thing is that we can't help each other out. We can't write these together because we're opponents. So it's been fun doing this. Um. So I, have, I I reached out to the homie Juan Perez, the homie who was riding with me all this time. He actually drove down to LA from Arizona. He said, "Fuck it, I'll just keep driving." And I told him, "Come crash at the pad, come kick it." He showed up last night while I was working on the dad jokes, and he helped me. And he actually helped me. He did a really good job helping me, dog. He helped me with like three of them, four of them, whatever. We're just bouncing off ideas to each other. He'll set it up for me, and I'll finish that shit off, dog. And I'll dunk that bitch. Um. I'm excited. I wrote a couple of very funny, very funny dad jokes. Corny as fuck, and that's the point. Um, so I know what Jesus is going to be like. Well, if it comes to corny shit, Jerry, of course, is going to be better. Yes, that's right. I don't give a fuck. Corny is funny. Funny is funny. And it's going to be interesting what he comes up with. I don't know who's helping him. I don't know. Um, sometimes I underestimate Jesus because... Uh, we, when we write together, like a, a skit or something, Yafu comes up with some pretty dope ideas. And though he's not the sharpest shank in the prison yard, he has a killer imagination is what he has. He has a killer imagination. That's what he has more of that than me. I'm more like realist. I'm a realist, right? And he's more like fantasy. And that's why we have different types of comedy, Right? Uh, he just lets his imagination run wild, and I just stay focused on a goal. My goal is to get to the punchline, get to the goal of making people laugh. He's more like, here's, let me take you on this whole trip that I have. And it's, it's you know, pretty cool. So I'm interested to see what he comes up with the dad jokes. I'm sure they're going to be great. And in my shit, it should be fun, bro. I hope you guys support it. That's going to be good. It's going to drop Cinco de Mayo. And I know it's a little whole thing. Trust me, but they were real cool. All Def was really cool. They reached out and they said, look, man, we don't want to fan. We don't want to make you guys go into this, fall into this, like this paisa shit or Latino shit. But first of all, we want to ask if it's okay if we drop it on Cinco de Mayo. Or if, if you're offended by that, we don't have to. We could drop it in April. I said, no. I said, you know, I appreciate that. I appreciate you asking and you know what? I'm not fucking offended. I'm not. Okay? I don't get offended like that, fool. It doesn't bother me, fool. Right? At the end of the day, as long as it's funny and tasteful, that's all that matters, dick. Put it on Cinco de Mayo, fool. If it's going to help get more views, 
put it on Cinco de Mayo. Whatever the fucking, you know, whatever it take, whatever the tag is that help will get more traffic to the video, I don't give a fuck, fool. Do it. As long as, of course, it's not disrespectful, fool, which is not. Cinco de Mayo, Cinco de Mayo, it is what it is. It is what it is. It's a Mexican Latino holiday. And why would I be offended by that? You know what I'm saying? So I, res I, I respect and I'm grateful that they asked. Them. They were real cool about it. Um, that's it. That's fine. That's fine. I'm just happy to be a part of this shit. It sounds like really fun. I had a really fun time writing these jokes. 15 original Jerry G jokes. 15 corny dad jokes. I'm excited. All right. I actually wrote like, we actually wrote like 18. I had written like six or so when, when Juan showed up. And Juan just helped me. He, we started getting into the zone and we're just bouncing off ideas, you know, keywords, you know, mariachi, lucha libre, fucking, um, just keywords, you know, cholos, sombreros. Keywords that will initiate a joke, a punchline, a setup, right? Beans, whatever, you know? Uh, and then we're just bouncing off ideas. You shoot like, what do you, what do you think about this? And then I'm like, yeah, well, I, if that was a joke, I would say it like this. Bam, 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 bam. It was really fun. I can't wait for the outcome, guys. It'll be dope. Um, so that should be dope. Um, and we're shooting that Thursday. But it's not going to drop to like close to Cinco de Mayo or Cinco de Mayo, which is, you know, time flies, dog. It's already, already going to be March next week. Relax. Jesus time, Jesus time. Ah, fuck that. Two months, a long time from now. Fool. As long as it happens, what's the rush? What's the rush? As long as it happens. That's it. We have time to promote it. We have time to let people know. We have the time to sharpen it up for them to edit it correctly, to reshoot it if we have to. Fuck it. Why rush it? Why rush something? Then it doesn't come up. And then, oh, next week it's gonna be... And this comes out far whack, fool. All right. Anyways. A lot of cool stuff, man. A lot of cool little exciting things, man. A lot of exciting things. I, it's uh, just a lot, of, a lot of work, and that's what it's all about. I came home. I was backed up a lot of shit. The script writing with this little movie that we're making, the the dad jokes that they told me over the weekend about that I had to get started on. That's their the jokes are due today Tuesday at evening, and uh, I wish I could run some by you, but I'm not. I can't run by any any by you guys because not the, the shock factor would not be the same on the video. I want the shock factor to be that. But other than that, dog, glad to be home with the kids, man. They they miss me, man. Little fuckers, they miss me. Uh, so much to catch up on, you know. All my, all three of my kids are different, fool, and that's what I've told you guys like this. I wish I, I could have had them on actually. <sighs> I'm in school right now, and <sighs> nah. Next time. Uh, all three are different, fool. You know, my oldest, he's into music, he's into video games, he's into movies, so he's all about the get la Wanda vision and this. I tried to wait, but I couldn't wait for you, Dad. I had to watch it. And then this, and then music, and I bought him a record. I bought him a Temptations album, vinyl album, and said, so regale, way, and he's all like happy about it, you know. And I bought him a Biggie Smalls shirt, gave him a Biggie Smalls shirt, he's a little hip hop head, whatever, that, you know. 
My other second one, he's not into sports. We love sports. So he's always like, him and I, he and him and I talk and text the most because he's always giving me updates on shady hears. Dodgers, Lakers, Raiders, sports in general. Always, hey, did you hear about this? Did you hear about that? Hey, dad, check it out. Hey, dad. Always, him and I text the most. So I didn't buy him shit. <laughs> uh, I know I felt a little bad, actually, because I gave my oldest the record and the shirt and that food, and he was right there. He kind of, you know, he got a little like, what the fuck? What about me? And I told him, bro, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to buy him shit. It's just that I ran into this record at, at the Walmart, at the Target, and I just had to get it. Then I ran into this shirt at the mall when I was shopping for me, and I had to buy it for him. I'm sorry. Like, it's not, I don't know. He gets it. I'm just like, I owe you, compa. I owe you. I'm going to buy you something, fool. I got you. It's not that I don't want to buy you nothing. It's that this fool's shit come across. And then the little one, I bought him some shirts, too, from Walmart, some cool little shirts. Uh, I did a Walmart run when I was in Corpus Christi to buy snacks and stuff and ran to cool little shirts that I, that I thought that were cool. And so I picked them up from him. And so, yeah, the middle, that's what happens when you're a middle child, fool. That's what happens. You get forgotten. You get forgotten. Got to live with it. That's, hey, that's not my fault. It's his fault for being born second, dog. So, <laughs> nah, but he knows what's up. Uh, I think about my kids Like you can actually Like I can tell them I can tell them the, uh, Look fool Come on I didn't buy this Because I like him more than you dog. I just bought him Because it was there And because I thought of him I think about you all the time But I didn't run into anything That I wanted I could get you So Anyways Whatever dog. Water's gonna get cleaner You're gonna be fine but I said, wait, Ted Cruz, he like cagó, say, wait, I never liked this fool. I don't get why he's still like doing what he does. That fool, like, I don't know, I don't know much about him, but what I do know is that every time I hear about this guy, every time I hear, in the years before, he's always said dumb shit or does a lot of dumb shit. I've never heard of anything productive or positive that he's done for anybody ever. Every time I hear this guy's name, he's always doing something stupid or saying something stupid. All right. And so I don't get how this guy's still around. I saw billboards in Chris, Corpus Christi asking for his resignation to V to whatever to bring him down. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how these people continue to work. Like who I don't know. I, I don't I don't even want to understand politics sometimes, fools. Like it's so like Blunt, right? So in your face, like this guy's a fucking asshole, an idiot, a dumbass. But yet we're stuck with him, and we're like, why are you stuck? Why can't you just remove motherfuckers who are weirdos and creeps and dummies and assholes? And I don't get it, man. I don't get it. But there's always two sides to every story, right? I'm just saying one side from what I hear, but I'm sure he's done some good things. I'm sure he's done some... I don't know. I guess what... I don't know. I remember when I first heard about this guy, whatever, 10 years ago, whatever the fuck, when his name... He was the... You know, he was going to be like the next president now. They were setting him up to be the next president sometime in the future. Uh, and I was a little... I remember being because of the last name, Cruz, wait, Ted Cruz. So I'm like, oh, shit, a Latino and this and that, but... Then, then soon after, they started, like, bashing on that fool, like, hard and all this crazy shit. And, of course, he's Republican, he Tejano, so he's a little off, you know, weird already like that. And 
Anyways, dog, I don't know. I don't even know why the fuck. But it was funny that food just took off and shit. But you know what? I was saying the same thing, not about like him, but when I was out there in Texas, like I'm driving out of here. I'm driving out of this shit, out of this mess. I'm going towards Arizona. And I know it's not that easy just to pick up and go, but I don't know. Like, I feel like I would do something like that with my family. If I see a storm coming, we're losing electricity. There's no end in sight. But if you drive like six hours in any direction, you can be obviously safer or better. You know, I think I would do something like that. I would probably get my kids, get my, if I'm, if I'm married, I'll get the wifey and be like, hey, dude, you can't go to work anyway. It's all fucked up here, here. We can't take a shower. We can't do nothing. How about we just get in the car and drive six hours, whatever direction where it's safe, and get a hotel. Hotels are like 65, 75 bucks. And spend a couple of days out somewhere. I don't know. I know it's easier said than done. It's easier said than done. But I expect, because what I'm trying to say, when I was driving out of San Antonio, out of Texas, and into El Paso, and into uh, New Mexico, I expected more traffic. I expected more people to say, fuck this. Let's go find some safe haven for a few days somewhere else as maybe even just el paso which el paso was cold it rained it was windy but there was no snow like that you know um not bad at least i don't know it's just me am i crazy it's just i guess you can't just do that right you can't just pick up and go but so i i mean what if i had kids especially if i have kids all right guys road trip it's fucking getting wild here vamonos which way what direction you guys want to go obviously wherever it's safer right and Drive that way. Let's go see Arizona. Let's go see fucking New Mexico for a little bit. For a few days. Maybe three, four days. Whatever. Come back. I don't know. I mean, Steve Trevino, obviously, is from San Antonio. He's out here in Phoenix working. He had the wifey, the kids, you know, the nanny. They were out there in a fucking five-star resort hotel for the weekend. Uh, Yeah, of course, he's working. I get it. But it just, it worked out where they're like, they're checking in with the house and they're checking in with their loved ones and stuff. But they're fine. For You know, they're fine. They're cool. They're working. They're chill. They're, you know, warm. And it's just almost just like, yeah, why don't more people, like, you don't stay in a five-star resort. But like I said, there's $65 hotels out there where people could just chill and wait it out and let the storm pass. You know? But. I just I'm I'm talking out of my ass I guess I don't I don't get it I, I guess it's a little expensive but I'm just thinking it's better than being home in the dark in the cold no water I don't know how you guys did it man out three four five days of that I I yo aquí se me va la luz pinche la luz se me va por una pinche hora I'm freaking out dog I'm like what the fuck you know like I guess man I guess let's do that all right let's take a break be back. After this. All right, I'm back. I'm back. Uh, took a little longer break than I thought. I had a lot of shit done, bro. Just turned in my 15 dad jokes. Uh, I'm pretty confident in about 10 of them. I think 10 of them are pretty good. There's five that I'm like, Ugh, uh, I wish I could have a little bit more time. Um, so I turned them in and I told the lady, you know, hey, uh, here are my jokes. I'm not confident in a couple of them, on a few of them. If I think of any more tonight, can I turn them in? And she hasn't re- responded. But now it's Tuesday evening, and that's when they were due. 
So they were due today because we're shooting Thursday. They got to approve them tomorrow for us Thursday. Anyways, we'll see what happens. I really like like 10 of them, dog. After it airs or whatever it drops, I'll tell you which ones I really like. Um, just heard about Tiger Woods, man. Fucked up, right? That guy can't catch a break too soon. Sorry. Anyways, uh, he was in a car accident, man. I hope he's doing well. Sounds like he wasn't under the influence. He wasn't drunk. At least that's what the initial report is. Uh, he was going to work. He was going to go shoot something early morning, 7 o'clock in the morning, and just lost control of his car, going down, you know, over those hills, Palo Verde. You know, that's where the rich folk at, are at, you know. And, um, you know, I can imagine he just freak accident, lost control, and, you know, sucks, man. Really sucks for him, dude. Um hope he gets well soon man but it sounds like he had some pretty uh serious damage to his legs and surgery and all that stuff going on but he looks like he will be okay he was responsive and uh it sucks man it sucks right um damn i saw the documentary man it was really good right it was fucking great um i'm not a big di- uh, tiger woods fan i've never really followed his career like that i'm not a golf fan obviously but it's tiger woods right we all know who tiger woods is and a downfall and the ups and downs he's had. And, well, the documentary was well, fucking really well done. I really enjoyed it. Man, an hour and a half, two episodes, I believe it was. Great fucking job. It really helped me understand who this person is and what it is to be in the limelight for so from so young. His father's impact. Just I don't I just put myself in that those shoes, what I would do with my kids, right? And well. It was just well, fucking well done, fool. And it helped me. I actually related with him in a little bit. Like he was a late bloomer when it came to women, and so when he started getting all his women girl attention, it just went fucking wildfire, right? It just spread like wildfire. He went crazy. He was sleeping with some of the most beautiful women, and it just turned into. I get, I get the sex addiction. I get that, and. And yes, give me a second. Yes, it's going to all relate back to me, okay? I, I get it, right? This guy was a late bloomer. He was always sheltered from his, with his, with his family. Always had him sheltered. He couldn't do anything. He couldn't go anywhere. You know, it was always golf, 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 home, 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 parents, parents, parents. Even that cute little white girlfriend he had, man, she was cute as hell, man. And I don't know if, I don't think he, I don't know if they got laid. I don't know. But the point is, it was just hard for him to have any sort of normalcy, be a kid, go get laid at 18, 19, 20. It was hard for him. And I felt bad for him, dog. Um, and so when he was finally able to do all that and just fuck it, become a savage, I get it. I get the cheating, the multiple women, the fucking gangbangs, the, the, just the sex addiction. I get it, fool. I get it. Like, I understood. I'm flipping on me for a little bit, right? Now, of course, I'm not Tiger Woods, and I, I didn't sleep with thousands of women, but here, here's my, here's my perspective, all right? This is why I relate to him. I was also a late bloomer, dog, all right? I didn't, I didn't have sex until uh, a little after 18, a little after 18, but I did have sex... I lost my virginity in high school, doc. But within like the, it was like the last weeks of school. Um, 
basically, I was, you know, I, I consider that a late bloomer, fool. Just because I wanted to get late, I tried to get late throughout high school, throughout 10th grade, 11th grade. I tried, fool. I went on dates. I went to fucking, I walked miles to go visit a girl. I drove fucking 80 miles to go visit another girl, trying to get laid. You know, I go to every weekend. I go out partying every weekend. I try to fucking hook up with a chick. Like every weekend, I was trying. I wanted, you know, we're just fucking hormones raging, dog. You know, my boys were getting laid. The other homie was getting laid. That fool got head. That fool, like, like yo, nada way, nada. It was a little, it's a little frustrating, dog. Especially in the '90s, fool, when that's what life was like. For you know, it was for shit. You go out hoping to hook up, right? The, the the house parties, the ditching parties, the after hanging out with the chicks after school, the going to a girl's house at night, the sneaking out, the car fucking kicking in the car in the driveways, in the alleys, you know, going to the movies, you know. I had a little bit, I had a little taste of it, but I never sealed the deal until literally the final seconds of the game, which is high school, right? Um... I had this one chick. I was a senior. She was 11th grade. And she's like, I found, I found out she liked me. Now, you know, this word got out. Oh, this one chick. Like, I forgot her name, to be honest with you. It was like Letty or Li- Livia or Lydia or Linda. It was like, I remember it was an L, fool. I can't remember her name exactly. I didn't hang out with her long, fool, to be honest with you. But I found out she liked me. So I want to peep her out. She's like, ah, she's all right. She's cool. She's cool. And then someone told her, yeah, fool, she puts out, dog. This chick, fool. She had a boyfriend. She was with some cholo in the food. You know, she puts out. So I was like, all right, let me see what's up. And then I went, met up with her at, and during lunch. Yo, what's up? What's your name? Blah, 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 blah. With the whoop. Started hanging out. Hey, let me just hang out for school. Let's hang out. Doing the whole, you know, thing. I could tell right away she really, she liked me. She was into me, fool. And she was all right, though. You know, you know, she had boobies. She had an okay face. She was, uh, you know, a little on the heavier side, but not big. You know, because she, she had big boobies. So she like, but she always like wore like hoodies. You know how girls were in high school, though. They, she wore the hoodies, the tight pants, the vans, the makeup, the lipstick, the hair, the fake blonde shit, all that shit. You know, the chola, basically the chola, typical chola HP hood chick, fool. Nothing special, nothing, whatever. I was like, ugh, whatever, fool. I just, whatever. I'm desperate. I'm lonely right now. I'm fucking trying to get laid before I graduate. But she was a cool girl, fool. I'm not, I'm not talking shit, dog. I'm not talking shit. She was cool. And so we started kicking it during lunch. Things got starting to get a little heavier. You know, we're making out more and more. I got to touch, touch her a little bit more and more during after school under the bleachers and behind the buildings, behind the bungalows, by the, you know, Sneaking into like the bathroom and just making out and doing what we do, doing what high school kids do, right? All right. So una de esas way, I had a I had a hookup fool. I had uh, a janitor was a, a janitor of school was a good friend of mine. Uh, he was a young cat like in his early twenties, un morenito, and we would always talk about rap. I was really into hip hop at the time. Snoop, Tupac, Drake. Long story short, this fool gave me a key. To an elevator. Well, the all the elevators. This one key, this master key, opened the elevators in all the school. And 
obviously every building has to have an elevator for the teachers or for the handicapped kids, right? For the wheelchair kids. So this who gave me this fucking key. So I would use this fucking key to go up the, up and down the elevators, trying to flex on the homies. Like, yo, check this out. Don't tell nobody what's going to take the elevator, fool. And they're all usually in the back, right? In the hidden, like the elevators on the bit, like little back hidden secret door that nobody know, really notices. So you unlock that door, you open the door, and the elevator's right there, fool. So basically, long story again. So now I got this key. I tell this chick, yo, let's go in this fucking elevator. We could kick it there after school, right? And like, let's go meet me by this elevator, by this building. I think it was like same. I like the history building. Meet me by the history building out here and uh, by the elevator. And I'm like, cool. She's there after school. And, you know, we got to wait like 10, 15, 20 minutes for the school to clear out. Campus is clear out. And there's less and less people around. So basically, we're just making out there by the elevator. We're just making out. I start, op- I, I get the key. I open up the fucking thing and I get her inside the elevator. And we're, then it's on. Now, fucking full privacy, dog. But it's really dark. It's really dark in there, bro. Like the lights are off unless you turn the key and turn on the elevator. But once you turn on the elevator, then the lights are going to go on and the elevator is going to move or start alarming if it doesn't go anywhere. So I couldn't turn on the fucking elevator. I had to leave the elevator off. Now it's, it's pitch black. Pitch. You can't see more than an inch in front of you. It's pitch black. So we're in the elevator. It's getting ha- ha- hot and heavy. It's on. It's going. It's going down. It's going down. She goes down on me. She fucking does what she got to do down there. I'm like, whoa, kind of shit. It's going down. She gets up, put her pants down. We do what we do in complete darkness, bro. I've, I've now, I have now have sex without ever seeing an actual vagina. You know what I mean? Okay, so we do it. I mean it. We do what we do. We do it. Do it. You know, last my thirty seconds or whatever. Actually, lasted a long time. Maybe it was my nerves, but I actually lasted a long time. Maybe it was that I didn't know what I was doing, but I actually lasted a good five, six, seven, eight minutes, bro. Like it, it felt forever. It felt a long time. I really felt we were gonna get caught. I was scared, but I didn't want to stop, and I was really enjoying it. And I was like, wow, this, I'm actually doing it. I'm actually having sex. What the fuck, dog? I'm like, oh, I'm going to tell this fool first. I can't wait to call this home. I'm going to call Eric. I'm going to call Francisco. I'm going to call Albert. Oh, my God, these guys are not going to believe me. And But yet, I'm still in, comp- it's dark, bro. You don't understand how dark this room is. Like, it's dark, fool. I, I don't, I didn't see your boobs. I, I'm just touching everything. But I'm not, I can't see much for anything. Um, so we finished, who? Um, I, don't, I don't remember where I finished, bro. I don't know if I finished on her. I think I, I, think I finished on her. Uh, well, basically, you know, she like bent over, put her pants on, she bent over and kind of shit. And I think I finished like on her back, fool. And so now, the, you know, she putting her pants up. I'm putting my pants up. We come out. It's like 4, 4.15, 4.30, dog. Like an hour after school already. Camp is empty, bro. It's like on a random Tuesday, Wednesday. No one used the elevator. Gracias a Dios, right? And so we come out of the elevator. Wow, I was like, fuck, you know, like, I got lipstick all over me, la chingada, makeup or whatever the fuck she has, eyeliner all up on my face. 
I'm just a new man. I am now a man. I came out of the elevator a fucking man, fool. Um, so, yeah. And then we broke up like a few days later after that. She was, um, I don't know, dog. She was just, she was not, I really didn't like, I just, that's all I wanted her for, to be honest with you. I just wanted to get this over with, fool. And other than that, I wasn't really vibing with her, dog. You know, she wasn't that cute. She was like, whatever. I wanted somebody better, somebody cuter, somebody more popular. She was just a random cool chick that just told her friends that she liked me and whatever. But we hung out for a couple more times and I'm trying to remember we had sex again. And we might have had sex again, but no me acuerdo. Um, I don't know, dude, to be honest with you. I, I want to say yes, pero that was the more like, obviously, the, my first time was the most. We might have done it again in the elevator another a different time, a second time or like the next day. But, yeah, I remember that kind of, like, dwindled off after a while. It was kind of weird. I, you know, I have, my, I, have my, I have my eye on other chicks that I really like. Going back to Tiger Woods, though. But basically, once I was able to have sex, dog, that was all I cared about from there on. Once I graduated high school, I'm like, it's on. This is, this is it, fool. And I don't want to make it, like, a thing, fool. Like, I've said it on American Wannabes, fool. I don't want to make this, like, into a thing. Because I am over 40 years old now, and I feel I'm a different person, dog. Um, definitely my average has f- for sure dropped. <laughs> but even before, I was, I've been comic for 12 years. And since the, for one, year one as a comic, man, you know, obviously that's what kind of affected my, my marriage as well. But even though that was on the rocks already going into comedy, it was on the rocks. We were all already going our separate ways, which is one of the reasons I started doing comedy was because... I wasn't fulfilled. I wasn't happy being a married person. My relationship was not where I wanted to be. I wanted more. I always wanted more, and I felt like I had settled. And nothing against my baby's mama. She was a great girl, but she had her own goals and visions and ideas that were different from mine. So I started, I cheated, dogs, what I'm trying to tell you. That's why I related with, with Tiger Woods. That fool cheated. He had a beautiful wife beautiful girl he cheated on her yes he's tired woods yes he's filthy rich yes he's a millionaire but me i had i wasn't rich i wasn't a millionaire i wasn't super famous but i had other stuff you know uh you know i I guess swag you know i'm a good person at the end of the day which another thing about terry was well he was a really good guy and said all those sweet things i didn't promise anybody the world anything like that because i was afraid to get caught because i was already married so but i did like want to let girls know that I appreciate your company, your attention, the, the what we have going. I know you're my side chick, or sometimes they didn't know that I had a, I was married. So it was crazy, man. And you you go through this weird fucking phase in your head where you convince yourself that what you're doing is right, what you're doing is correct, and you're not hurting anybody. And you're just doing you, and you're getting what you want from this, which is sex and passion and you know adrenaline and rush and orgasms and all these wonderful things going in your head where you're like i'm not hurting anybody all i am doing is making myself feel better and what's wrong with that right as long as my wife don't find out or my girlfriend don't find out or my significant other don't find out that's all that matters fool and you know um i cheated for a long time and pretty much every relationship i had fool and i had a lot of beautiful women. I dated some beautiful girls. And I still, I was always like, man, if I was able to get this hot chick, I wonder if I could get this other hot chick, you know? Or sometimes I would just, I got this hot chick. Let me just 
fuck with this little five or six for a little bit. Ah, just to pass the time. Just for something different, you know. It's not right. It's not right. But it became almost like a sixth addiction for me too. And this is be- even before comedy, man. In my 20s, you know. I had no kids, you know. I worked. I had good money in my pocket. I always had extra money in my pocket, fool. I always... I always went out. I'm not the best looking dude in the world, dog. So whenever like whenever I would hook up, it was like a huge accomplishment for me. The just the what is that called? The chase was incredible for me. I love the chase. I love chasing women. I love este conquering, I guess is the word, women and you know, sleeping with them, you know. I slept with all kinds of women when I was in my 20s, fool, like Cause of my job too, you know. I wasn't I wasn't a comedian, but I worked at a school, and I worked at the school. And man, I got to meet like so many girls, man, sisters, fucking cousins, moms, tias, teachers, teacher assistants, all these chicks that I would run into all the time of the of the kids, you know. And I went out like I went out all the time with girls, fool. Like a nurse chick, a fucking pinche, a, a cop chick, fool. Uh, like a teacher chick, of course. You know the teacher assistants, fool. Like, and I'm saying I'm not saying I banged all of them. Like every chick, I did not. Of course, I also struck out many times. But the chase was what my life was all about at the time, chasing pussy. Basically, and getting it was like wow, dude. And then I was, dude, I actually got to fucking do that. I got, I got hurt, bro. Like there was this girl that everybody was after, and I got her. Like it was like one of those things. Like she's way out of my league. Why should not? I'm fucking twenty three year old fucking chump fool, and she was like twenty five, twenty six, bro. And I'm just this 23-year-old fucking skinny, you know, pinche, whatever. I got nothing going for me. Fucking just this TA job, fool. Like, and she's fucking beautiful, dude. She's 25, 26, single mom. She lived on her by herself. I lived with my parents at 23, dog. She had her own place. And, you know, I like somehow some way i i was rapping to her talking to her before i knew it we we're like going out before i knew we we're making out before i knew it we we're going back to her house and i'm just like what the fuck i'm leaving her house the next morning like what the fuck just happened like every like the teach every teacher at that school wanted her like they wanted that girl fool and like this grown-ass 30 32 year old man with teacher credentialed full-time man Grown ass man wanted this chick, and I'm the, this fucking little chump here, runt. It was like crazy, bro. And then, just dude, I would, I, 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 I don't even know where to start, fool. Like all the chicks I got, and I don't even know how. Like it's again, it had nothing to do with the size of my dick or the size of anything, fool. I don't have a big dick. I don't have like is you know I don't have the big muscles. I don't like. It was crazy, man, and. Person, that's what I learned. It's all about personality, sense of humor, just being a good. Like for me, it was like being a good guy. I'm just a good guy. Like you know, I'm just not like a threat to you. I'm like, look at me. I'm not gonna beat you up. I'm not gonna fuck you over. I'm just me, dog. I'm gonna make you laugh, and 
you know, I'm gonna always smell good. I'm always gonna, you know, dress nice. I'm always gonna have money. I'm not gonna let you be paying for shit. Like, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna flood you with gifts either. I don't do that. I don't buy girls teddy bears or chocolates or flowers. I don't really do that unless that's my girl, girl. But I don't just go around giving out fucking shit like that to random chicks because I'm interested in you. You know, I'll do the let's go on a date, let's go get a drink, let's go watch a movie. I'm down with that, but nah, you know, like, hey, did you get the chocolates I sent you? Like, and that's not what I do. I come over, I make you laugh, I leave, I come back later, make you laugh again. Hey, how about you want to grab a drink later? Boom, that's it. That was my game. All throughout the twenties and. Like, sense of humor, making girls laugh is what got me through my 20s and got me laid a lot. Um, and then I became a comedian, and then I really figured out the game in my 30s, really figured that shit out. And I was like, now I was getting, like, way hotter girls, way girls way out of my league. And I was like, what the fuck? That's crazy, man. Um, without that, you know, of course... My relationship fell apart, and it was it's there's bad in it too. It's not all great, beautiful. There's a lot of bad, sad, you know, stressful days and nights. You know, um, it's what it's crazy, man. And basically, what I'm trying to say, I connected with that Tiger Woods side of him, dog. Where like you're like you look at him and you say, man, dude, he had it all. Dude, he's rich, he's famous, he has a hot wife, and he's still out here fucking around. Fucking, and you know, some of these side chicks that were interviewed, dog, they weren't all that, bro. They were like, whatever. They were not as hot as his wife. They were like trashy looking chicks, look bar chicks or whatever chicks, bro. But that's not what it's about. It's not about, for me at least, and I, maybe not for Chico Woods either. For me, it's not about, oh, I, hotter, hottest, the hottest ever. It's just the chase, the attention, the orgasm, and all that. It was that, that fool, you know? Uh, not until about a few years ago when I got fucking my ass, my, my heart broken a couple of years ago, 2018, 19. Not until I got my fucking heart stomped on by a girl who I really wanted to be with and spend the rest of my life with and was willing to do everything. That's one thing I owe this chick. She fucked me up, bro. She fucking stomped me. She fucking body slammed, elbowed, fucking Hulk Hogan, knee drop, leg drop. Everything on my fucking heart, dog. But that is what woke me, bro. And it woke me. And I'm like, fuck. Karma. Finally, you arrived, motherfucker. Where you been? Where have you been, Karma? I was waiting for you. And it came in that price. And that, that woman who I was in love with. And fool, I fucking shit, dog. Broke me, bro. And then that's what it took. And then now... Now, 2019, 2020, Jerry, 2021, Jerry. Now, I'm like, okay, I think I paid my dues with that. Reset the batteries. I've learned. I've lived. I've been up. I've been down. I've cheated. I've been cheated on. I think it's a fair new game, brand new game. And now it's just like, for me, the chase is not the same. I'm not down with the chase. I don't go after chicks. I don't bother girls. I have really nothing to fucking tell you or offer you that it really nothing, dog. Like, I'm not here. Just I'm not, dog. I, put it this way. 12 days, 12 days I was, I, I didn't get laid once, dog. I didn't have sex at all, fool. And that's okay. Like, that's weird. 
That's crazy. I didn't I, I didn't try. I didn't really care for it. I'm right now I'm focused on other shit now. But it took this long. It took me being 41 years old to finally focus on the important shit. Now it's all about my career, my next joke, my next project, my next move, my next special, my kids, obviously my family. Like women like are gonna come. I realize women come. Van a venir way. They're gonna be there. Women's always gonna be there for like I don't need to go after that shit. Like that's gonna come around for. And yeah, maybe because I'm in the you know, it's 22 degrees and women were not really coming out too much or they don't want to hang out much. But anyways, that's not besides the point. Um, yeah, fool, it's just, I have a different mindset. Like, and the Tiger Woods special kind of like woke that out of me too. And it kind of made me like, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I get that. I'm vibing with that. That's what it is. That's how it is. And um, yeah, fool. That's crazy. I don't know. I think I've said a little too much today. I think I'm I'm oversharing. But that's what it is, fool. It's like, it's... I don't know, man. You know, I've slept with a lot of women, fool. And, you know, it's it's drying out now. It's like the, maybe my fucking... What is that? Metabolism or whatever it is is slowing down. Like, where I'm like, I'm not... I don't get as horny or as excited for that anymore like i'm not like fuck all caliente way anymore as as i was before i think that has to do with it too i think too die but i really do just focus on other things before i didn't like i i focus on just having fun being me and you know just having fun like oh man like i would hit up like two three chicks a night you know what's up what you doing what's going on i, I remember it was fun like texting with like three four girls at a time Yo, what's up with you? And how you doing? What's up? All right, I'll see you then. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Hey, what are you doing tomorrow? What are you doing later? Blah, 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 blah. I got you. Let's do this. Come over. Come hang out. But fuck, dog. No way. And imagine if I was good looking. No way. I don't know. would have died of fucking... My penis would have fallen off by now. But, um, yeah. Anyways, I don't know. I don't know where I went with that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Thoughts? Prayers? <laughs> Hit me up. Let me know what's up. That's it for me, dog. It's about a 45 minute episode, fool. But, nah, let me know what you think. Let me know what you think, guys. Hit me up. What you guys, uh, you relate? Women, what do you, what do you think? I don't know. I don't know. This is, this is, this is what it was. It's not my weekend. Jerry Garcia, guys. Thank you so much. Hope you did. Hopefully, you guys have a great one. Uh, I didn't talk much about um, the shows themselves, Arizona. Arizona was amazing, bro. Uh, shout out to the homie Steve Trevino for putting me up all weekend. It was like I said, I wasn't. I'm sorry, man. I got so many messages from people saying, do your fucking asshole, fool, for not letting us know you were coming or that you're here. And I apologize for that, man. I apologize for a lot of the homies who hit me up, text me or message me saying, what the fuck? You're in Phoenix, fool? And you didn't tell us? And what the hell? And... I felt bad, bro, but I knew it was going to be like that. You know, when Steve hit me up and told me like on Monday, Tuesday to come over and meet him in, in on Thursday. And he said, all the shows are sold out, bro. Don't even have to, you don't even have to post it. Fool, just show up. I can't like, eesh, I know. But, you know, I got to let motherfuckers know I'm in AZ. I love AZ. Fool, I love Phoenix. I love the fucking vibe there. And uh, and I'm sorry, man. I, and I hope to be back. We're going to work something out to be back. 
I'm really looking forward to it, man. So I really love it out there. Uh, but Steve Trevino was fucking amazing. If you don't know who he is, check him out. He has a few ep- a few specials. He has one right now on Amazon called uh, Life in Quarantine. And he's funny, bro. I got to enjoy watching him. He does like an hour and a half. And we talked a lot about comedy. We talked a lot about improving my fucking set as well. And, and how we can make different make my set even fucking greater. And uh, I appreciate him for, just for him reaching out and wanting to share advice and give me, pick his brain. It was real cool. Good weekend. Focus weekend. Got got to work on some new jokes and some new tags. And it was fun, bro. And so all the new fans that, made, that we made this weekend, I really appreciate you. And thank you, Steve Trevino, for a great weekend, dog. All right. I'm out of here, guys. My kids are calling me. Food is waving me down. He wants to tell me something. So I got to go. Gracias. Have a great one. I'm out. Late. What up? I got a new sponsor and it's Quick Repairs, dog. Owned by the homie, close personal friend of mine, Adrian Latios, dog. This homie, I've known this food for about 15 years, man. Casi maybe more now, dog. Well, and uh, he, I'm very proud of his work. He's the best at fixing phones. He's been fixing phones, fool, since they were flipping, dog. Back in 1999, that's the way. Le entró fuerte a los teléfonos since he was young, fool. And he's the best at it now, dog. He has his own shop in Southgate, California. 9621 California Avenue, fool. Hit him up. That shit's open seven days a week, fool. You can also call him at 562-656-4622. Quick repairs. Look him up on the IG. Quick, Q-U-I-K, underscore, repairs, underscore, on IG. Hit him up. Tell him your boy Jerry Garcia sent you, fool. And he's going to literally legit give you the homie discount, fool. Make it happen.